This is Dream Chasers with Adam Coswell. We're back. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Liberland Show. I'm your host, Adam Carswell, and today I am joined by a lifelong friend of mine, soon to be Liberlandy, and you'll find out here on the show, that is Nadir Price. A little background on Nadir. We met when I lived in Belize for a couple of years, uh, 2013 and 2014, and he was just you know one of those people who always was just always kind, always friendly. He helped me out when I needed him. Anyone here who's, you know, you go to a country that you're not from and you got to figure out like how things work. He was always there to help me when I didn't know how, like when I need to know how Belizeans think he had my back and that's important, (laughs) right? Uh, Just whatever country you go to, you got to know how the locals operate. So fun fact about him and he's very humble. He'll always, he'll never even bring this up unless I bring it up, which is why I'm going to say it. But if you do your research, there's a guy named George Price, who was the first ever prime minister of Belize. That is Nadir's grand uncle. Now here at Liberland, we've got a lot of libertarians and anarcho-capitalists, people who um, you know really aren't big fans of the state. And I, don't worry, I assure you, although his grand uncle was a good guy and was a prime minister, Nadir is is uh, is very much a free spirit and not a statist. <laughs> and he's a number one photographer in Belize as well. So Nadir, great to have you here. I know I just said a lot there. So is there anything that I said that you'd like to kind of further elaborate on? First of all, thank you very much for having me on the show, Adam. And it's such a privilege for me to be here on the show. And I just want to say hi to all, to all the Liberlanders out there. Thanks for the intro. Like I, you know, I'm a little bit reserved. I'm a little bit, you know, like I don't, I don't really like showing off too much. But um, you, you, you said it pretty much. You said it. Nadir is one of those people. I'd put my brother Paul in this category too. If you take him and and any person any random person and you put them in a room for like three hours and tell them just to talk to each other, they will, and they'll come out best friends. <laughs> so anyone in Lieberland, you'll see, especially those who are there, because he's get, he's so he's getting ready to head to Lieberland to help with the settlement. So anyone who's already in Lieberland, I assure you, once you get some time to uh, connect with this guy, you're, you're going to click right away. So where does that come from, Nadir? You seem to like have a gift in connecting with people. Did that just happen naturally or did is it something you practiced? Honestly, I think it just happened naturally. Um, I guess I've always been kind of like a fly on the wall. That's that's how you know Josh, that's why how he he likes to describe me. And I've I've just kind of like I see people as human beings, you know. First of all, that's 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 really how I look at people. And I don't know, like I feel like we're all like connected in, in some form. And we all have similar experiences and as, as human beings, we go through life trying to figure things out. And I don't know, I just have like a, like an interest in people. Like I just, I just value people and it doesn't matter about their status or where they're from or their ethnicities. Like, I don't know, it's just, just a human, human thing, I guess. And it's also understanding the fact that I'm alive right now and in this reality with all these people. And I know for a fact that this is just an experience that I'm not sure. You know, we all know that we won't be here for, for that long. Right. So, and I just want to, I just want to add value to people's lives and just to have a good experience. And yeah, you know, everyone wants in some way, shape or form just to be listened to. Absolutely. And I think that is your, your strength is you're actually a really good listener quote, as our friend Josh would call you a fly on the wall. 
a very observant. I think you command a lot of attention when you do speak up because you're typically quiet when you enter a scenario. And then people go, wow, wait, wait, this guy's been thinking deep this whole time. I mean, I've seen you talk to people again, you get to know them for the first time and they end up telling you like all of their life problems and like, you know, they come into tears meeting you for the first time because so I don't know, you're really good at connecting to people's hearts, man. Yeah, that's pretty wild because like a lot of times like I just meet random people like on the bus or whenever I'm, you know, like out out and about um whenever whenever I'm in public, just like random people, you know, older people, younger people, and they they do that exactly what you just said. They just tell me about their life experiences and I'm just there listening and you know, like I I don't judge. Of course, we all like judge, right? But I don't like like explicitly say like, oh, I, I just listen and just, oh, for real, like, wow, like you know, like I just try to let people feel at home, like I'm here, I'm here for you. So that's kind of why I wrote. So when did you realize? I know I teased this out briefly. Your number one skill, without a doubt, aside from the the people skills, is capturing moments through photo and through video. I'd say probably in that order, photography number one, but pretty good videographer as well. When did that begin you obviously weren't born with a camera in your hands when did you realize that that was like your calling i think it, it was around you see the way i grew up I've, like i said i've always been reserved so i would always be doing my thing and growing up when i was like in middle school i used to play like a lot of video games like the game boy and those games so i used to i've, I've always been like interested in, in technology and it was it was around 2009 that was the first time i got my hands on a digital camera and I would always chill with my friends, you know, like I would always be, be, be the kid in the background. And with this camera, like that was kind of like how I would immerse myself in these experiences, in these experiences by capturing what my friends were doing. And um, a lot of my friends would play basketball. And, you know, like they've always, I've never really been like the, the outstanding person. No, nobody has known me for basketball, but because I've been around, the, that circle like developers just accepted me like oh shoot like it's not there so like with my friends i've always been capturing photos and videos of them playing because that was a way of me connecting with them not the time as well not a lot of people were doing that so and um, by me doing that it just kind of like made me stand out and then um, that's pretty much what i've been doing so it, it started around 2009 I got serious around 2013, and um, I've been doing it as a job since 2018. You helped me realize just now, uh, I think for both of us, basketball has been one of the most powerful tools for us in our lives to pursue what we're really passionate about beyond that. And the, the reason why is for everyone tuned in. The reason I went to Belize was to to play and to coach basketball. We had some mutual connections there. Shout out to Coach Soroki, head coach of the Westminster Titans at, at Westminster College in Pennsylvania, where I competed for four years. And, and shout out to my brother, Paul, who I got to play with. Coach Soroki had the connection there to go to Belize. And that's what I did. I went down there and I played and I coached. And because of that, that's how I met Nadir at Galen University. Uh, shout out to the Galen University Eagles, where we both got our degree. And uh, I know you got and you got yours in computer science as well. It's like, you know, obviously that's not like your what you're most passionate about, but you happen to be good at technology, like you said. So, yeah, basketball was like the tool or the ticket. I know for me to help me like start seeing the world, basically meeting people like you and and ultimately like leading me to stuff like Lieberland. So, yeah, I, I guess I would just like to go deeper on that. 
Did you realize that that basketball was like? Is it was it was that the same for you? It sounds like it was, but was basketball the the catalyst for you discovering what you really liked the most? Exactly, it, it was basketball because basketball, what I what I do, allowed me to connect with so many people and allowed me to see a little bit of the world as well. And then, for example, like the first time I like I saw you, or we we didn't really met, but I saw you like a year before you came to Belize. That's right, because you he was Nadir was the photographer with the under eighteen Belize national team. Like so, he got to photography has gotten punched your ticket like so many places. Exactly, and then so like I got out there, and not just that, like I've I've been around Mexico a lot as well, and then I know like it, it is a value that people people like people people you know like they they it, it is something valuable. I didn't to. To their lives, you know, like especially through basketball, and it is it is seeing seeing the sport through my eyes, and um, like usually they're my friends. Like it's wherever it comes to like basketball, like it's never about me; it's about the players and the moments. And I think it's just capturing historic times. And I don't know, but yes, basketball has definitely connected me to the world, and it has definitely connected me to you over the years and you know like our philosophies just align and that is pretty wild like because when you came to Belize like I remember meeting you talking to you and for some reason like it was like I already knew you before you you came to Belize and that's that's wild yeah I mean you've gotten to know everyone I consider a, a close friend we do a uh, we do a video game tournament in the Cleveland Ohio area we try to do it every year with with my lifelong friends there's about 20 of us and for most of the tournaments that we've done on on the GameCube shout out to Super Mario Strikers Nadir has been able to to be there and it has documented our tournaments on camera and video there's some classic times if you want to watch some of us yelling at each other playing video games shoot me a uh, direct message i'll show you some of the deer's work but yeah it's just been such a such a value add to have you as a friend multiple times and you've done multiple photo and video gigs for me and people that i know when we needed it so now i think what you're stepping into is super exciting because again getting to know how you see the world and your life philosophy the group of anarcho capitalists that we hang out with which I think from a really what's common around the world, but especially what's common in Belize. I know you've told me sometimes you feel a little bit lonely there in Belize because you can't talk about some of these free ways of thinking with with people around you. Shout out to Chrissy Enriquez, though. Gotta love Chrissy. <laughs> yeah, just tell us, like, what has it been like being a, an anarcho-capitalist in Belize? And is that something with Liberland that you, you kind of feel like you, you might finally have some like, sense of community? Yeah, you know... Yesterday I was I was I was at the park where I usually work out and I was just thinking to myself that and you know like because I'll be arriving very soon. I was just thinking to myself that it's I can't believe that I'll I'll be in a in a group setting, in a community setting where a lot of people will be sharing the same philosophy. And um, I think like uh, being an anarcho capitalist, like you're you're more that's 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 more of a lifestyle. And here in Belize, I, I don't really share too much. Like I do share with some people sometimes, but they usually see me as um, as as a little bit insane. Like, girl, like what the hell? Like, for for example, like a lot of times I talk about taxes and how the way the whole tax structure is in Belize, where you know, like the government and how infringing they are on on our or I wouldn't say our rights, but on our humanity. 
And a lot of people are, they look at me like, what's wrong with me? Like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't fix it. The government, like, come on, like, you should support the government. You should, you should be governed. I'm like, no, like, that, that is not right. Heading over to Liberland, I feel like it'll be like the first time in my life I'll be in that setting. And being an anarcho-capitalist, like you're more, that's more of your culture, your philosophy. So I, I think for the first time I'll be in a community where a lot of people think just like me, like we're culturally almost the same. So um, that's, that's pretty wild to really think. And I remember the last time that I was in Belize, which would have been like spring 2022, the the masks were just starting to come off of people. You could easily tell who was Belizean, who wasn't just because like the tourists, we, we had all like, I don't know, I still feel like Belize is kind of a home, but I, in a way I am a tourist there too. So I just was like, you could tell who the tourists are when they don't have a mask on out in public when it's, you know, 90 degrees Fahrenheit. And then... I remember we went to during Josh's bachelor party, we went to that one place and there was a guy playing the saxophone. And after he was done performing, he says to everyone, thank you all. Make sure you get boxed up and boosted up. And we all looked at each other like, what? Right. And you no. know what? There's nothing. There's a true end cap. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just like when it's forced upon you, it's not cool. And I think in Belize and so many other places around the world, it was it was really some of some of our friends uh, shout out to keegs we say you know do it or i'll shoot you like that's kind of how it came across right if you don't do this we'll shoot you (laughs) so yeah for you being able to hang out with liberlandians man i just i just know from personal experience you're gonna love it and i'm pumped that you get get to go there a little bit selfishly like i have i have land there that needs to be claimed and yes liberlandians that is a thing that's happening like if you have merits you're entitled to land in liberland that you got to go over there and claim i uh, just want to remind you we'll go ahead and do the little marketing uh here citizenship.adam at liberland.org send me an email if you're interested in becoming a citizen as of this recording the price of citizenship is is five thousand U.S., but I know it's going up very soon. Like by the time you're li- like within maybe less than a week, I don't know, but that's what I've been told. So, and it's going to go to ten thousand. And if you become a citizen, you are entitled to land. We can talk more about that later. But send me an email. I'll put my email down in the show notes if you want to become a citizen. But I'm I'm happy you're going there, Nadir, because you're going to help me scope out the Carswell uh, estate. Of course, yeah, I'm super excited to be honest with you. Yes. What was the one moment for you in, in your life where you realized like you didn't really belong in, in the system or in the matrix? I think now looking about what stands out the most is attending school, like attending high school, then attending um, university, you know, college. I remember throughout my high school life, that was like a prison to me. And it was just, it was, I was like depressed. So I, I was at times even suicidal just to be in that system. Just uh, everything was like, I, I felt like it limited my humanity. And then just something just didn't feel right with my spirit. Like, and I did everything right. I did everything that we are expected to do, right? Go to school, you know, attend, do your work, like get high grades. I did everything right. And it just didn't really seem to be clicking. That was in high school. And then when I attended the uh, university, I remember I had the same experience, but in the university, I had, I was able to see more that a lot of my teachers and, you know, a lot of lecturers, they would see something 
they would preach something, they would preach some values, like this, these are the values that we need for the world to become a better place, you know, to, to grow as human beings, but they wouldn't really live by those values, right? And it was just bizarre to me. And um, but I, I, I guess it was cool, but really how I grew up, I grew up with my grandparents and um, pretty much they were, you know, libertarians as well. Like they, they didn't really mess up the system. They grew up in a, well, I grew up in a, kind of like a homestead. It was pretty much a homestead, even though we were really close to the city. But it was that, like, that feels human. And the system doesn't feel human at all. Like, it's it's, it's kind of, it, it is enslaving, to be honest with you. Like, it literally is enslaving. You know, paying your taxes, you know, and you got to labor for your taxes and they, they, they own you with your labor. It's, 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 it's not real. Like it's, it is, it is a matrix. It's pretty I love that you're able to just read between the lines like that. I think it's a gift. You know, not everyone's able to, to see things that way, but it's true. I mean, it, I don't know how, how you could frame it any other way. A, a quote I heard recently is if owning 100% of the fruit of, a, of another man's labor is slavery, then at what percentage is it not? And it's like, it should be zero, right? <laughs> it should be. And that's why we love Liberland. Everyone, I just want to say this real quick. Nadir's Instagram is below in the in the show notes. You can check it out. Drop some comments below too if you have any questions. It's Nadir. Just look up Nadir Price or Nadir Price Photography on Instagram. And one thing I want to leave here with Nadir is if you could share with Liberlandians and just yourself, man, like let's paint the picture. What are you most excited about once you get there? What is something you would like to see happen for Liberland? Well, what I'm most excited is um, to capture content, to capture all the development happening right now. You know, all the buildings and all the all the people just capture the, the buildings, but just also capture the, the experiences and the emotions, and capturing the community as well. Also, I I'd like to capture a lot of what Vid is doing, President Vid, like um. You know, I have a lot of respect for him. Like I, 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 I really respect him. Like I don't see him as a as a politician or a president. Well, I see him as a president, but not as a politician. Like he, he's he's a, he's a human being, and most people in this political sphere, they're not human beings. They're just they're just brainwashed and just um, playing the card of what they think is being a politician. That he's not a politician. He's a human being. Of course, he has, uh, you know, he has he has to carry that label because he is instrumental for 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 the creation of Liberland and you know everything Liberland. Really, I'm really excited to to capture all of that as well in the highest content, highest quality content, and just doing doing what I love doing for the most part. And also, um, what I would like to see. I mean, I think I have a lot of things that I would like to see, but I am not really. I I think I'm in no 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 position to really speak about what I'd like to see until I get there and I'm you know, like conversing and I'm communing with everybody there. But I'm I'm really looking forward to capture the content and to let the world see like like yo like this this is what this is a thing. But this is this is a future. This is a model for the future of the world. And um, of course, we have a lot of challenges. And even that in itself, just the idea of this being a model for the world, we meet a lot of challenges. And then, um, I don't know. I, I think 
I, I'm really hopeful to answer you. Yeah, well, I, and I think I think that's it. You hit the nail on the head. Liberland is a model for the future, and uh, you get to capture the model of the future for the world to see. So, you've been training your whole life for this moment, Michael Jordan. So here you go. <laughs> Good stuff, Nadira. Well, I'm, I'm, we're going to talk uh, after we're done uh, recording here. But any any parting words of wisdom to Liberlandians? I guess live and let live. <laughs> Love it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Nadir Price. Again, you can find him on Instagram, all the links below. Be sure to subscribe to the show. And again, if you're interested in citizenship, you can reach out to me directly, citizenship.adam at liberland.org. We will catch you guys all in the next episode. Thank you. Dream chasers. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for investing your most valuable resource with us here today, your time. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to share this bad boy on social media. Drop a five-star review. Hit that subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts. And hey, we really appreciate it. It brings better visibility, better SEO to the show. So just can't thank you enough for that. And also, as you notice, we don't have any ads here on Dream Chasers. So I just want to remind you to head over to carswell.io to get all updates, especially because I am currently writing a book. The book is on the topic of insert suspenseful topic here. Multiplication. Yes, I'm writing a book on multiplication. I know that may sound silly, but that's what it is. So I'm really excited about this. I have also learned it takes a lot more time to write a book than I originally expected. So it's coming soon. And just want to remind you, if you want to get updates on my first ever book, you can go to carswell.io, drop your email address there, and you'll get all the updates you could possibly need or imagine on the release. So thank you again for your listenership. And remember, in all you think, say, and do, take it to the next level.